So I said, Black History Month may actually serve a purpose. Okay, hear me out. I've been struggling with the idea of what Black History Month actually is, especially in the era of Black Lives Matter, right? So Black Black Lives Matter has made a, a situation of it being cool to care about Black people, right? Um, and so I was wondering, especially in light of everything that happened in 2020, uh, the summer of 2020 to be particular, what purpose was Black History Month going to serve, right? Because usually that's the time for companies to care about black people. Make no mistake, Black History Month, not about black people. It's it's just not. It's not for us. Like, you should be teaching your children about black history all year long. What it's for is a good excuse to say, hey, as a company, I care about black people. And so this is when you put out all of your black stuff as a company. So with Amazon and uh, Netflix and Hulu all having their black spaces already, how were they going to up the ante for Black History Month? Because there was already a section. Black Voices Matter already on Netflix. There's already a section for it. On Hulu, you can find it. You open up YouTube right now today. There's a section for black people. You know what I mean? Black creators, we're doing things for black folk. This is good stuff. But then I saw Judas and the Black Messiah. And I was like, this is what Black History Month is for. I got it. This film, amazingly done. And, you know, I'm not one to really be bragging on the films. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't do it. That one and American Skin. I will talk about American Skin on a different podcast. This podcast, I'm going to talk about Judas and the Black Messiah. Because the illustration of what Fred Hampton was doing in understanding how how much of a threat he is and was to America and how it's set up gives you a clear picture on a micro scale, what it means to be black in America, how they see black people in America. What do I mean by that? I'll tell you. Fred Hampton was 21 years old when he was killed. He spent two years in jail, which means the height of his organizing spanned from generously 17 to 21. Think about that for a minute. The American government, the FBI, the nonpartisan justice system, what they tell you is a nonpartisan, a hundred year history of being apolitical. It's what they talk about right now, right? They saw this young black man as the potential messiah because of what he was doing at around 17, 18 years old. They made a conscious decision because they could have put him back in jail. They said no, because putting him back in jail would make him a martyr. He could still organize from prison. So we have to kill him at 21. 
and you could walk away from that movie making the mistake of believing that it's always our own who bring us down. If that's what you got from that movie, you missed the point. You need to understand that both O'Neill and Hampton are victims in this. What are you talking about, Dylan? All right, look, you got to follow me because I only got like a minute and a half. Okay. O'Neill is a victim of a system that had been oppressing black people from the very beginning. He can't find a job. He's boosting vehicles. He is doing what he needed to do to survive. The government put him in a bind and said, I need you to do whatever you can to bring down this other black man whom he knows really nothing about. But he was put in that position because he couldn't take care of himself. That's capitalism. And once he was in it too deep, they threatened to take his life away. So they used him to get to Hampton. They're both victims. The person you should be mad at is the American government. You know why Black History Month is useful? Because as black people, we should walk away from it with two things. One, we're more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. Two, the American government knows that. That's all I got. If you haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah, please do that. It's worth the money. All right, I'm out. Hey Amen. Don't skip this outro. I've worked too hard on this outro. I've literally recorded this like 300 times and I'm over it. You've listened to the, one of these episodes. You're definitely my friend right now because I put in a lot of work for this. Season two is about friendship. Share it with some of your friends. I don't care how you share it with them. Just share it with them. Okay. Because like, I'm really sick of recording this outro and people don't even listen to outros anymore, but you better be listening to this outro. And if you're listening to this outro at this point, you are probably my best friend and I appreciate you so much. So take it to that next level and subscribe on whatever podcast site you're listening to. And if you want to engage with more content, talk to me a little bit. We're so I said media on everything. Okay, enough. I'm done recording these outros because you're probably not even listening to it anyway. But if you are, thank you so much. Now go listen to the next episode.